0: All right, you want to talk about Max Scherzer?
1: It's an appropriate time. Uh, Max Scherzer drafted in two thousand six, round one, number eleven overall. But you know he's returned some pretty good value. He's only played on four teams. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive
0: over that whole career. Uh, I forgot, really forgot that he started in Arizona. <laughs> I I cannot cuz I remember him being like a the guy who was like the next guy. He kept on being like, "Okay, this is the year for Max Scherzer. He's got everything." And then he wasn't. Well, he's never got, happened and
1: he's got 3000 strikeouts. Okay. 3000 career strikeouts and he does that by just putting up numbers every every year basically. So, we have got his 2021 stats here. He played on two different teams. Um he got 15 wins, which is pretty incredible. 2.46 ERA. He's got a 0. 0.86 whip. 236 strikeouts over that. With 30 games started. So
0: why is he being drafted third?
1: I mean, those numbers are incredible.
0: Everybody's bored with him.
1: Those numbers are
0: incredible. This is going to be his 38-year-old season as well. Yeah. And those are two really important pieces to say. He got 236 <sighs> strikeouts last year. What do you want from him? Oh yeah, and he's a Met. Well, that's
1: that's why I made no. the point about his um, about him changing teams. I mean, he's 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 performed best when he seems to perform best on these like super stable
0: teams. On good oh oh he, he plays better on good teams, really. <laughs> uh yeah, you know what? Whatever, I'll just embrace it. He's he not the Kirk Cousins throwing up stats on bad teams.
1: <laughs> he does play better on good teams. I don't know if he's just motivated on good teams or what, but. I mean, you look at his percentile rankings and there is not a lot to dislike. And you look at his mound presence and he just looks good on the mound. You know, he just like He looks scary.
0: Guy has two different well, colored eyes. that is, pr- color that is eyes. pretty it's freaky. Weird. I wasn't going to mention
1: that, but it's true. Uh it, he lo- he he might be more intimidating of a
0: presence on the mound than Garrett Cole. Yeah. He is. He is. I absolutely. Yeah. Also, I was shocked to see that he's six three. Yeah, he's a big guy. He looks so much taller. No, he looks oh. so much taller.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, he's just a big guy, though. You know, he's a big guy. Yeah, six three, two ten. I'm. I, he he has a big roster. He has a big arsenal of pitches, which
0: is I think what's helping him stay alive. It was what's always helped him. Is it's like when you're watching the. Um, Series against him, and when you see him in that the playoffs, you're just like, oh, God, he just has the pitch for every guy. Yeah. It feels like, and he just kind of does it. You know, it's not like sort of the, it's not like the Chris Sale like stomping around the mound and like missing spots and all that. And that he's kind of he's thing. obviously the
1: academic in this, right? I mean, it's yeah. he's obviously pursuing this as an academic. So I think, I don't think he's ever going to get to four thousand Ks, but he's going to be good this
0: year. But his. His ADP is twenty one, so there's there, here's your thing. Here's your thing about the ADP again, right? Like, yeah, the value is not the right assumption on the value because twenty one is going to return a top ten player. Yeah, right. But it's but it's telling right. But I mean, it, but it's telling you yeah. that you do if if you miss on Cole and Corbin Burns, that you should grab him. I agree. I completely agree with that. Absolutely. Or they don't really have to care that much because about you shouldn't overvalue Burns and Cole. But see, this is it's all game theory, man. It's all it's just like way too much game theory. That's why ADP
1: is more game theory than intrinsic value.
0: Walker Bueller was taken before him ADP in um, DGFBI. That's a dumb choice. But there, here again, the ADP problem with ADP is that like tgfbi as you have noted you kind of have to throw spaghetti at the wall yeah if you want to win because people don't most people don't play this to just for like a 80 to 250 um position end. like they don't (laughs) they're not playing it to be like compete they're they want to win yeah they don't care if they lose because it's easier to say like i lost because i lost but to win you really have to throw some spaghetti at the wall I think that about brings us to the review session. Shane Bieber. So they've flipped over
1: now into 2022 statistics, but I'm going to still give you 2021 statistics, at least for a couple more weeks. I think weeks. we need that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shane Bieber, is 2021. He faced 405 batters, just to give you some reference of what our current threshold looks like. Seven wins. <laughs> That's pretty, come on. ERA. (laughs) He started 16 games, to be fair, uh, because they shut him down. 96.2 innings. uh, 11 home runs. He gave up 11 home runs. I don't love that. Strikeouts, 134. Whip, 1.21. That That is... um, The the only thing, actually, that's on here that's elite is that strikeout rate. Huh. Everything else is... because he's hurt, right? Pretty pedestrian for him. Looking at last year?
0: Yeah, Oof! Yeah, a lot of people barreled him up, hard hit, average velocity. Wow, when they squared up against him, they squared up. Didn't now
1: they? he he is a young man, right? He's only he's only twenty six, which is really easy to forget. Yeah. So I think he's so he's got a lot of career. He's got some him. serious career going on, which is why they shut him down for basically the second half of last year. I'm I'm a Shane Bieber owner, so I don't feel like I should be doing the primary comments on him. <laughs> what do you think? Man, I
0: he's the kind of player that I would stay away from preseason because I don't know what is going mm-hmm. on with that guardians team. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, that's when you don't know what's going on with the team, that's where you get things like last year where they shut him down. He probably could have come back and gotten to like 140 innings or something like that, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And who knows that might've been why he was hurt. Maybe he was hurt and needed to have a rest. Probably didn't need to sit out the rest of the season. Though. I don't.
1: Well, he he did start at the at the tail end, right? He he snuck in a start. Oh, did he? Yeah. No, just for funsies kind of thing. Just to see, just to see a little bit of what they had. I think. I think did he get one or two starts at the end of the season? He got two starts. He had did two starts at the end of the season. And they were both extremely pedestrian. <laughs> Three innings pitched both times. They really really stretched him out there. But
0: do like? I mean, he's got the like. He's he's good. He's—I I don't even know how to say. It's just like kind of basic, good player on the mound kind of vibe. Exactly when he's, he, when he's up he there. He looks like if you just you know drew a pitching windup, <laughs> or like if
1: you if you were like animate a pitching windup for me and like throw to the plate. It's like yeah, that's what Shane Bieber looks like. That
0: he does also look kind of effortless when he does. It's like okay, well, he's wow. not—he nice doesn't he's throw easy. that hard, right? No, it's not that. But yeah, his his, his fastball velocity is a little bit low. But it hasn't he had a couple pitches that have been up there.
1: I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, he's no. he's a control. He's a control pitcher. I I mean, I I really like Shane Bieber. <laughs> so I think that I think that he can do this. Do the numbers. I think he can. My view on his season this year, and we can set up the bet box here for this is that if you scale up his numbers from last year, that's what he's going to get this year, except full season. All of them. You think? I do think so. I think, I think three point one seven ERA is or is fine, in a one point two one WHIP. I think it maybe comes down a tiny bit from that.
0: I mean, that's. I think the WHIP is going to come down pretty substantially because it's not. He's a control pitcher. Doesn't have a two one point two.
1: So yeah. his career average is one point one one. I
0: honestly think he could be over that. It, I mean, he kind of strikes me as more of a James Shields kind of pitcher. Yeah, James Shields, good comp. Uh, wrong hand, right? Sure. I know other people get upset at us for that. Okay, whatever. He's, get out of fucking mirror. <laughs>
1: let's watch it in reverse. I think, uh, I mean, I, I do think that he can put up these career Okay, let's say he, I think he can put up his least his career numbers Uh, for ratios here.
0: How does he get that strikeout count?
1: <laughs> he's a control pitcher, man. He's a, I think, I mean, I think he's a, I think he's supposed to be a classic, like, you know, smart guy on the mound type thing.
0: Mm hmm them I Musina, mean, you've seen a Greg Maddox. Yeah, Maddux. exactly. He, and well, I guess Greg Maddox, a lot better. I'm sorry, but a lot better. Um, also the kind of guy that just knew how to paint the corners. And I just did two, you know, show random videos, K's, and they were both
1: caught looking. I, <laughs> I have a practical question for you, which is how far can your fantasy team go if Shane Bieber is your ace? I mean, we're, <sighs> we're talking about him... We're talking about him after quite a number of guys, right? This is he's our ninth ninth guy that we've reviewed here, and I think there's a case to be made that some of the guys after him are actually better. <laughs> can you know this, this? is a loaded question
0: because I own it. It all matters about the number of the innings pitched. Okay, I, if he hits two hundred, then it's then he he can be your your number one. Eighth. Okay, so the the That's the fine. obvious over under that we should set is innings pitched. Yeah, and it's really. It's one eighty nine. If he can't 189? hit one eighty nine. That's a really good number.
1: That's a really good number. I am
0: If he doesn't hit one eighty nine, then he cannot be he then it's not a good sign for I don't your know team. What
1: to, I don't know what to do. I think um Right. When you threw that number, my gut reaction was under. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. I know.
0: No, he can't be then he can't be the ace of your team. He's gotta be a number three. Three. And is and it's, and that's the thing that's hard with someone like Bieber because he's weighted towards the front end of your season not during the, the fantasy yeah. playoffs or you know the stretch run I don't photo. I will say that I, I don't trust Francona as a manager at all and so I
1: don't love that like I I don't like I mean you, you you sort of alluded to this earlier I don't like Bieber being on the Guardians team yeah okay
0: let's well, not blasphemy Francona what are you the Boston Globe or something know. but Francona, Francona <laughs> Francona isn't making this decision to shut him down. That's not him. That's the general manager is making those decisions. So I mean if you want to talk about the Guardian's brain trust here.
1: No, but they're they're pulling him out. They're yeah. pulling him out. Opening day, four point two innings. Second outing, five point one innings. And Kershaw got
0: pulled out of a perfect game. So this is our sure. sort of baseball right now. Sure. I I, I don't know. I mean I But is what Francona is doing potentially could Make sure that he's there in the middle of the summer instead of getting to only 96 innings.
1: Potentially. Okay. So, will will you give me what what is your take on the over under of
0: 189? Um, What is my take? Yeah. I, I think it's the under. Okay.
1: That's fine. I mean, we can put it in the bet box. As... I
0: think it's the under. That's why I started this with saying he's not really my kind of guy. We can put it in the bet box. And I think that's a, because yeah. I w- I put him in at like 150, 150 to 180, which, where he's going to get, he's going to average like, five to six innings in a lot of games and he's not going to get to 33 games played. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think I, before the season I had tri-
1: I had deluded myself. I mean, this is where small number stats are coming into play, right? Because before the season I was thinking, Oh, he's just going to, it'll be great, you know, full on workload. And then I saw first two starts and like, Oh, this is, this doesn't seem like it's going to be right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would put him, I just did the, like in the back of my head, like if he gets, t- I I don't think that he's, going to get to 30 games started and i think that he's going to be but what they're going to try to do this year is do what they're doing in the first couple of games is to limit the number of innings yeah. pitch yeah. pitching so i think that we're going to see a lot of five inning games five six inning games which to have to elite pitcher you need to have guys that go into the at least go into the seventh yeah inning. exactly
1: exactly just sigh about it it's okay I'll just sigh about it it's okay though it's okay. You can be
0: a believer. I am. I, I mean, is that is that team going to be any good? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Are they going to be better than the Twins? No. No. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Are White Sox
1: going to are the White Sox going to win that division? Uh, yes, unless the Twins pitching figures
0: it out. So the White Sox are going to win the division.
1: <laughs> I placed no judgment on how likely it was, but yes. <laughs> I think that about brings us to the review session. Alec Manoa. So speaking of uh, big boys here, 6'6", 285 listed. He's not small. <laughs> he is not small at all. He's a big guy. Uh, this year, Alec Manoa's 2022. He had a 2.24 ERA. He started 31 games. That was 196.2 innings pitched, A 0.99 whip. Congratulations, staying under one. 180 strikeouts, so that's less than K per nine if you're keeping track. And he had 16 wins. Is this Alec Manoa's best season? Best season of ever? His career? No, that's a serious question. That is actually a serious question. Uh-huh. Is this his best career ever? Best season of his career? He's young.
0: No. Okay. No, I don't think it is. That. I think that he has a season that's better. Put it in the bet box. That's a ten- ten-year bet. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he retires. Wait till he retires. It's like and. Eric was wrong.
1: I mean, it's an interesting it's an interesting question because he's not gonna his strikeout rate's not gonna go up, right? Well, wait why 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 can't it go up from under one inning? I'm so this this is the only year that he's ever this is his first full year, right? Uh huh. <sighs> um,
0: it was higher last year. It was ten point two four. It was, but he didn't pitch the whole season. Uh, but if you yes, but first half Alec Manoa was. Better than the second half, Alec Manoa. Yeah, th- but that's my point. So okay, so your your point is that
1: he's still he's still stretching out to full seasons. My point is, I don't think he's going to stretch out to full seasons. He's not. He's he's averaging ninety four miles an hour on his fastball. That's not super fast. His slider is his mm-hmm. strikeout pitch, which is in which has a lot of movement. Hurts in the low eighties. Yeah, but he's a big guy.
0: He's a big guy. Uh, I, uh, I see what you're saying, but I. But we compare him to Lance Lynn all the time and just I can see the career trajectory what's, of the Lance Lynn. What's Lance Lynn's Lynn strikeout rate? Is Lance Lynn's strikeout rate ever been above K per nine? A K per nine? Or nine K per nine? Mm, I I don't know. Well I mean more in terms of the like Lance Lynn was a good dark horse player on the cards, if we remember. And then he um had Tommy John signed way too late with your team on the Twins. And then ended up going to Texas and then then he was back. Then he was like, Okay, this is this is a trajectory that he was on before the T J of mm-hmm. like the increase in getting better um TJ. because right, this is exactly it. In twenty twelve, Lance Lynn was twenty five years old, he one hundred and seventy six innings, a K per nine, just around nine. He won wow, he won eighteen games. Um era of 378 i can't figure out what the word but that's sort of and then he kind of he his next year wasn't quite as good but he pitched longer k per nine under nine era almost almost four and then he has this resurgence and then he has the two years of that and then he kind of falls off where is the 2016 is his um lost season and then 20 Nineteen was the year that he came back, and it was like, "Oh yeah, this guy." He was pitching ninety-three point eight in twenty twelve. That sound familiar? All right, so you're so you're you're really
1: selling me on the comp here. But I'm looking at this and the numbers, all the numbers that you just threw. Alec Manoa, two point two four ERA this year. Uh, wait, show me that
0: in Lance Lynn's. I don't think he's gonna two point two four ERA for Lance Lynn. He had a two point seven four in twenty. In 2014, and then in 2021, he was 2.69. I just think this is
1: a. I just think that Alec Manoa put it all together this year, and there there's a chance. Can he can he be very similar to this? Yes. Can he reach right? This I guess height. I guess again? your point is, this is high. This that's that is that's a good ERA. It's a whip under one. That's just not that frequent.
0: He sixteen put wins. it all together.
1: Sixteen wins. <sighs>
0: so really, I'm looking at this and thinking his he could he could have a twenty win season where he has far more K's. Well, guys, okay, so what do you think his ERA is going to be? Well, I, I don't think I don't think it's sub three. And if you make me be more specific, I would try. But okay, yeah, I don't think it's going to be sub three either. But I mean, I guess, do you think it's going to be sub three five? I do think sub three five. Really? Yeah. Garrett Cole was 343 last year. That's a great number. You're going to take the under? I like that number. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would take 3.44. 4. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. I'll take the under at 3.44 4, if you're willing to do that.
0: Okay. Let's do that. All right. Cool. Yeah. Because his, his, I, yeah. I think that he's going to balloon his ERA next year, but I think that his K's are going to go up to compensate. And I think that that team's going to be good enough to continue getting him wins, give him opportunity. He's an interesting guy. He's a, yep. He is an interesting guy. Yep. Yeah. And that team is also going to run him into the ground in a way that Shane McClanahan 100% weren't. <laughs> 100%. Shane McClanahan, 152 innings. All right. I think that about brings us to the review session. Brandon Woodruff. I'm pretty excited about Brandon Woodruff, uh,
1: except I looked at his stats for last year, and somehow he won nine games and lost 10 games even though he had a 2.56 ERA and a point nine six whip and 211 strikeouts in 179
0: innings pitched. What is going on there? I've been reading this Top 100 Baseball Players book, and it's amazing to see some of the bad luck seasons that people have, especially on the... The pitching is like... The, that's where you have a bad luck season. It's like you only have nine. Or like the guys that it's like... Well, this, was a, this would have been a Cy Young in any other year except, you know, Randy yeah. Johnson was sitting there with <laughs> his stats next to it. You're like, oh, well, yeah, no, he didn't get it. Um, Yeah, bad luck or trend? I mean, it's a good question. I mean, the the Brewers are a big, uh, good underperforming team. Uh, but they did pretty well last year. They just didn't show up for him. Yeah. They sort of showed up for Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta. They well, they showed up majorly for Freddie Peralta. So regression to the mean. So this is going to be his twenty-win season. I mean, I would not say no to
1: that. Uh, but I'm mean, looking at his percentile <laughs> rankings. They're elite. I mean, they're they are. There's nothing bad. There's nothing bad. So here. why is he drafted below the other guys that we were talking about? Two hundred eleven strikeouts in one hundred and seventy-nine innings. That's a great
0: ratio. Well, it's two 200- hundred. 179 wow yeah that's a good ratio <laughs> so I mean, I, mean I, I was gonna say he doesn't have he doesn't have the like the the upper echelon kind of level stuff he does kind of seem like the number he's like the number two or the he's right now the number two if you're picking two aces or the like you know I'm gonna wait on a pitcher yeah and then sit on Brandon exactly Robert. I know that I in TGFBI – I picked Corbin Burns, and then by the next time I picked, it was like Brandon Woodruff is right here. Like I can't, I want to take him, but I can't. That's a that's a lot riding on Brewers. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what to say exactly about about Brandon Woodruff. I. And then you look at his age. It's like, oh, well, he must be older. Or young. You know,
1: He's no, right on. Yeah, this is twenty
0: nine. Should be.
1: Uh, I mean, he he doesn't have the pedigree, right? He was drafted in the eleventh round which is pretty incredible. I mean, this is like, we actually don't talk about that many guys that were drafted
0: this late. It's, I mean, it is astounding. This is going to be this like, kind of like end of the year. He's going to be top 10 pitcher easily. And everybody's going to be like, "Oh eh, who cares? (sighs) How many more years of this does he have? That's the real question. And is he going to stay in Milwaukee forever? Or is uh, he going to end up being on like the Yankees at some point and winning 20 games? as a number two. To I Hummel.
1: think that if the, okay, a lot of questions there. I think if the Brewers season doesn't result in the playoffs this year, that they will retool. And a guy like Brandon Woodruff is gone because somebody, some other team will recognize his value. The Yankees is, a, is an excellent choice <laughs> for somebody to pick him up.
0: But wouldn't the Brewers, wouldn't it make more sense for the Brewers to keep the reliable guy who? looks like he could walk down the street in Milwaukee and not be recognized. Absolutely. As I think pitcher for the Blues. Yeah, I mean, I think uh <laughs> and I I mean, I'm very bullish. I think
1: Woodruff has I think Woodruff has the stuff that keeps him in the league at an elite-ish level for
0: a while. He does. I I think he does. Elite-ish, yeah. He could be winning 9 games in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I
1: for a, I don't think that he's team. um I want to be clear. I don't think he's Garrett Cole. <laughs> like he's not in that you know, there's a there's no, no, a no. there's a different level here. We are talking about him sixth here, which is not that far down the list. Um, I don't know. It's about what right. Do you, what do you think about him versus Corbin Burns? I mean, is it is it valid to have a really different
0: different valuation for the two of them? I think it is. Okay. I think because there's there's a reliability factor that you have in Brandon Woodruff. I think. Okay. Man, Matt Cain is a good comp. If Matt Cain had a beard, you like that. You like that compound, huh? Matt Kane forcing fastball, curveball, sinker. Okay. He didn't have Devin Williams in uh showing him to show him how to, how to really throw a changeup. I do like having
1: Devin Williams around. Having a good having a good bullpen, back end bullpen makes those pitchers
0: more valuable. Ugh. So I mean, I would give you an over under on the wins. Like I, it said it is 16.5. Kid, do you think he's going to I think he's going to have a regression to the mean this year. I don't know. It, he's got it. nine. Nine, is, nine and 10 losses. <laughs> it's like, it's so bad. It's so bad. That pitcher on that team, it's okay. All right. I think that about brings us to the review session. Justin Verlander. There's a lot of red being good on the StatCast
1: page for this guy this year. He does come in at number one in our rankings, and the reason is because, in 2022, he has a 1.75 ERA, a .83 whip, 185 strikeouts in 175 innings, and 18 wins. Wow, is that a season.
0: Yeah. Pretty darn good. He is still
1: still averaging 95 miles an hour on his fastball, and with a spin rate in the 90th percentile.
0: How is he doing it? I I really don't understand, (laughs) because... He's such a funny player because we sort of thought he was, you know, dead. But somebody who's There's a, there's a point in time that where I was like
1: Verlander's dead. But somebody with this much experience still throwing 95 miles an hour, I mean, it's no wonder that he's successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing that I the thing that I will be worried about, I believe that he's going to have a good season. I think he's going to have a good season this upcoming year, but I will be closely watching his average mile per hour. If his fastball slips from ninety-five, if his slider slips from eighty-seven, if he stops getting that excellent contrast with his seventy-nine mile an hour curve and eighty-six mile an hour changeup, I mean, those are. This is exactly the type of pitch arsenal that you want to see.
0: Yes, this is exactly this is the archetype of of the best pitcher in baseball.
1: Yeah, four great pitches. Um, He's he gets guys to miss the ball. I mean, his chase rate is in the seventy-seventh percentile he doesn't walk guys i mean that's his that's arguably his best stat let me just look but even i'm i mean i'm just clicking through his percentile rankings in previous years so 2017 i think is the year that we kind of thought he was dead right but if you, hopefully you didn't draft him in 2021 well <laughs> i mean yeah there cuz there's a big there's a big old blank spot like hmm he wasn't ranked in 2021 i wonder why not are are you saying that 2021 is the third time that he died i mean i'm looking at his I'm looking at his seasons. He's been selected as an All Star more than he hasn't <laughs> since 2005. I mean, since he first he first faced MLB batters in 2005. That's <laughs> that's
0: wild. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he was on that Detroit Tigers yes. team that went to the World Series. Yes, yes. Um, well, I'm thinking of because he stopped being he stopped being Justin Verlander like MVP and and Cy Young winner in 2014. Right? That was the first that was this was the first time. I mean all those early didn't you own him in 20 in yeah. 2009 and yeah. then you put him back in the pool. You didn't yes. keep him because you're like this guy is just this guy isn't going to be this guy isn't going to still be the best pitcher in baseball well, you, at 39. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean
1: his best his most his a season with the most strikeouts was 2019. And then obviously he obviously he goes down. I mean, so we should acknowledge the fact that his strikeout total of 185 this year is a massive step back. But it is.
0: It's still. Very, yeah, it's it's down from the 2019 numbers, but it's 9.5 is still pretty darn good. Yeah, I guess it's it's you know it's tied to the number of innings pitch that he's going to get if he's. I
1: don't think he's. I don't think he's mats. ever going to break 200 again. No. No, I think I, think so I do think he has. Okay, how many more seasons does he have left in him? This is not an appropriate bet box because I don't want to wait five years for this. But I'm just asking you: How many more seasons do you think he has?
0: I it sort of depends on if if he got like sixteen wins this year and you know ended this season at two sixty, like he might come in for another four years you, to try to get ten wins a year.
1: You're in a you're in a keeper league. Does he? Do you have to de weight him because of that right now? Does he get 4,000 career strikeouts? He's at 3,200 right now. Because that would be, he pushes
0: for four more seasons to try and get 4,000 strikeouts. That'd be pretty incredible. 4,000. I mean, if he was able to get 300 wins and 4,000 4, strikeouts, that would be amazing. And he's won an MVP, and he's won um, a Cy Young's World Series. What does What does he need to do? He doesn't need to do anything. Like, what drives him? Um, I don't know. Is that a good thing or is a bad thing for for him? I think the fact that we don't know what drives him, but he wanted to come back after
1: Tommy John. Like he could have left, right? Could have been done. He could have yeah. not come back, and he still would have. He still would have had three thousand strikeouts because at the end of twenty nineteen, he's got three thousand strikeouts. That's pretty. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. pretty incredible, right? I mean, there's no question. How could this guy not get in the Hall of Fame? Probably
0: first ballot too.
1: His career ERA is three point two four. I mean, across every single season. Like, you trot him out, and he's going to be good.
0: <laughs> is this the best player that we've watched the whole career of?
1: I think so. I think so. Going from, like, hot young thing to to career elder statesman. I mean, to the guy that we're actively watching the twilight of his career. Um, I think so. Is he better than pool Holes? Yes. Yeah. And it's is. interesting because they haven't even started rolling out his end of career stuff yet so he must be telling them don't roll out my end of career package
0: don't i might take another year off and then still pitch like he could he probably is gonna be pitching till 45
1: because Pujols has been on his way out for four seasons <laughs> right yeah i mean cabrera has been on his way out for four seasons as well yeah yeah and verlander and cabrera oh, are kind of like he would be are kind one. of like in yeah. the same class right right guys who were on the tigers in those amazing days <laughs> Never won
0: it together on the Tigers. Yeah. Anyways, next year let's just f FYI XERA this year was two sixty six X FIP was three twenty three. His FIP was two forty nine. I so, I don't care if he has an
1: ERA of three. Right, that's fine. I I didn't you didn't buy him for expecting he was gonna have a one seventy five.
0: <laughs> no 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 you you didn't and you got him at the. It, I think that his value is going to be halfway between like what his value would be, what his value was preseason last year, and and what his value should be as like the number one, number two fantasy option.
1: Right, because we've repeatedly talked about how he was in that thirty-five ranking class, right yeah. around. So he's probably going to be in the twenties this year, right? Well, I think people are going to draft him he's higher than that, but I think his
0: 20s. I think an appropriate value is in the twenties. I think the rankings are going to put him somewhere like twenty. It's going to be the uh, normal curve right around twenty.
1: Yeah, and the thing that I have to fix in our rankings is the fact that we just ignore the fact that he was gone for a year, <laughs> and there's there's yeah. been no age d weighting. I took off the the age filter is gone right now, so he would get oh, he would yeah, get hit. Still have to figure that out. He would get hit by the age filter,
0: so pretty hard. Okay, <laughs> well, would you would you draft him top twelve next year?
1: Yeah, I th- I think so. I think I probably would. I think his payoff is going to be. I think his payoff is going to be high still.
0: I think he's still. Good. I I bet you he's going to win 16 this year. Oh, I, I think so. He's going to have, I mean, I think that – going to end the season with 260 wins, and it's going to say, "I'm going to get to get there."
1: ERA over or under three this year. Over. I'm going to go with under. Okay, we we'll put it on.